Hey, hello everyone, this is Anna Gary here. Hello Anchor, hello to whatever platform you're at. We're back for an episode. I haven't posted an actual episode for a long time. So for those of you who are listening in other platforms besides Anchor, I'm sorry, but you're just gonna have to go over to Anchor to see what was up. But I was just very, very busy moving into a new house. So um, to read later. For those of you that don't know, To Read Later is the show where I just share some of the takeaways uh, from articles, videos, whatever piece of content on the internet that I consume because you know I'm a DCO, a digital content obsessed person and I just love to consume content and even love more to share it. And discuss with other people so this is what I do sometimes here on anchor and one of the things that kind of caught my eye today was a medium article called 50 things you probably forgot to design by John Moore and this article you can find it on my Twitter and also on my LinkedIn account both at NRL Guerra and these articles this article in particular. Obviously the, the title caught my attention, decided to check it out and even though I'm not a, any in any way uh, associated with design at the stuff that I usually work with but I am very much interested in design and love to read about it and I find it so fascinating and I feel like I'm saying and a lot. Some of the things that if you understand about design, I feel like some of the things can be very much applied to marketing and how you think about the products that you develop and how you communicate your products and everything. So I think every marketer should be interested in design because those are skills that are very much translated into being a marketer as well. And here's some of the things that they said you probably forgot about forgot to design but I think they're very interesting one of them has to do with the launching screen and this is so true um, I remember like if I have to think about one launching screen which I didn't forget ever forget is Uber's launching screen you know there's the 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 kind of logo thing and there's the, like the multiple lines I believe and then it kind of goes around and it, it circles back to it I don't even know but I just remember instantly when I read this one it just my mind went straight to Uber I don't remember any other um, like lo uh, loading um, pages at least in mobile apps that made me remember it um, I do remember Facebook also when you kind of log into the platform on your mobile phone but that is not a sexy login at all another one has to do with the welcome email or the first time you log into a page and this one uh, I don't know if I know any like specific examples but um there is a very big difference between 
a good uh, like beginning page and a good bad welcome page like in i i think in some websites you register and then after that you can instantly feel like you've been in this platform for long because they kind of guide you through it and make it so easy for you and also try to make sure that you're um contributing to the platform right away so if you imagine if it's linkedin linkedin is never a good example but i'll use linkedin if you get into linkedin linkedin kind of suggests you like oh you should um put this field and that field and you can do this and that and just guide you through the platform and make sure you're getting the best of linkedin's experience uh, since the beginning because sometimes I think people can get too overwhelmed with the features and just quit the platform straight away. Now this next one is kind of a curious one. The default profile picture and instantly after I read this I can think about a specific case which is with Anchor. Anchor does have some very quirky um, profile pictures in case you don't choose your own so like a default one and some of them have like a color like there are different colors and then there's they have like little patterns and the patterns change and from what i read in the article as well i think it's it's very interesting to like show the website's personality through the default profile images those can be like really really good i uh, i also in the website there was some examples with like aliens and um, just like random instead of just having like a random head and just white and with no like shape at all just a normal head you can just play around with it and really shine your brand and your culture brand personality through that and i thought that was very very smart and i do think people forget about that because who's gonna care about default profile picture but truth is you're always gonna find that lame guy or girl who has a default picture crazy right but we see we see it on anchor all the time here um no one has to do with the scrolling behavior so for scrolling um i i really like it when sometimes there's like um um a top headliner which um stays and the other part scrolls i think this is kind of called i think this is called parallax scrolling i'm not sure but that does look very sexy and what's even sexier is when it's scrolling and the scrolling kind of converts into something else and that something else stays on the top so just um, which is something I also read in other articles uh, before it's very very smart and it really helps the user if when you're using an app either whether you're scrolling or swiping left and right to really understand when things leave the screen where are they going and that kind of guides the the the, the consumer to know okay i switch this and it must be here and they kind of trace it to where it is so it can just they can still access it 
although they kind of put that away for a little while. So that's 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 smart. We all have heard about creating a creative page for error 404. But this one is about the no results page. So very frequently we're in platforms where you have a search. So imagine you're on Spotify and you search an artist or you're over on Anchor and you're searching a person. And the way that it shows that it has no results, they say it should be something entertaining and kind of funny. So people, when they get no results, they just don't take it as seriously, which I don't really think, I don't, it's not, I don't really think, I'm not sure if it works or not, if people care enough about this, because I know I haven't, but I do think it's an interesting thing to have in mind when you're designing a platform. And also, the the open graph social images so imagine on medium when you decide to uh, embed another article on your platform or it could be if you were sharing that article on social media that kind of the way that it shows the integration of another content should be very smart and should be according to what the platform stands for and what the users generally want. Because now more than ever, we're seeing collaborations and people like to quote other articles and it's the age of social media. So we do have to make that easy, understandable, and we have to make it look good within the and the last interesting piece of content was related to the dichotomy of evergreen content and temporal content. So the concept of evergreen content is content that is forever green, is forever relevant to your audience and it's kind of timeless and frequently um, other viewers will look find this content even like three years later and sometimes if it's really good they might even start following you after reading that content and then we have temporal content which is a lot more direction to the time that we're living some popular events that might be worth mentioning about so recently now we have trump and the dreamers and all of that and if you create like a medium article about it it would be temporal content whereas if you released an article on i don't know some kind of productivity or personal development article or just a reflection about political stuff overall would be kind of a more evergreen style of content um, in my case, over here on Anchor, I'm doing uh, more like temporal stuff, but the articles that I do post on Medium, they're mostly evergreen. And in my opinion, with Medium, um, you kind of have to play a mix. You have to, because it's very, I would say it's very hard to make evergreen content like every week or more than every week uh, but then again creating temporal content every week i think 
with today as much information as we can have it is it is easier to create a temporal uh, content than it was in the past and i believe that on medium a good mix work works but maybe more evergreen content than temporal because people just love to read the same old articles um, they read the title, they know they've read already a bunch of articles about this, but maybe here's a new perspective. If the article and if the title of the article and the picture is good enough to swap pe swipe people in, slide people in, I mean, into the article, then they will read it again, even though they probably have already heard about this, but just from another perspective. Whereas if we look at YouTube, um, I would dare to say that YouTube is very much the other way around. Like temporal content definitely rules YouTube. It's what's trending that rocks on um, on Anchor. Uh, on Anchor, no, on YouTube. Although on Anchor, it's probably true as well. But we'll we'll go there in a in a few minutes. A few seconds, I mean. Um, with YouTube, yeah, ever, uh, evergreen content doesn't deal as well. Like, mm, if you think about, okay, even like those very epic videos that you would share with your friends, even like outside of dark social, so you would be actually like sharing it on a group or on your Facebook page, a lot of these videos can be like... Uh, evergreen content per se but then again if you check when were they posted they were never posted like a year ago most definitely they were posted just now so i think it's with with youtube we see we see a tendency to go over to the temporal content and i guess that's what uh, youtube also tries to push with their algorithm uh, now here on anchor it's it's tough to say, but um, I think we're seeing a well. I would say maybe temporal content works best with the charts, especially like the episode charts. But maybe in yeah, I think I would say so. And even I'm wondering now in terms of the people who are on the top twenty list, like specific users. I would I would risk to say that most of them create very very temporal content and not um and not very evergreen content which is totally fine and that was it for today folks it's already 1 a.m over here so i can't wait to go to bed um if you have any uh, question about the things that i talked about today or if you want to share your opinion or for example in terms of the design problems uh, that I talked about or things to design about if you have anything else to add want to jump in a on the conversation related to evergreen and temporal content what do you think um, makes the most sense over on anchor is it evergreen content or temporal content and which one do you believe it works best? Let me know. I would like to know more about that. But in my case, this was a, a temporal content uh, kind of.
or maybe not. It depends on how you interpret it. Because uh, the articles are temporal, they we just released now, but the content is probably relevant for more than a year. So, yeah. Okay, everyone, that's it. And goodbye. See you tomorrow.